When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Friday, August 19th, and this is The Rising Sign. Okay, so the transit that I want to talk to you about starts tomorrow and lasts until, get this, March 25th, 2023. Now, that was delivered with that tone because it's Mars entering Gemini. Okay, Mars enters Gemini on Saturday at 3.56 a.m. Eastern, 12.56 a.m. Pacific. And Mars typically spends about a month and a half in his zodiac sign, not seven months. (laughs) And now what does that mean if Mars is spending seven months in his zodiac sign? That a retrograde station is emerging, which will technically happen on October 30th of this year until January 12th of next year. We'll talk about that closer to the date. But with Mars entering Gemini tomorrow until March 25th of next year, What I really want us to know is that this transit will confront us with the communication practices and skills we need to experiment and employ when we are in conflict. Because Mars, of course, rules desire, autonomy, and freedom. It also rules the kind of energy we inhabit when we're in a space of conflict. Now, there are absolutely spaces in conflict that are inexcusable and you're going to want to talk to a couples therapist or a social support professional who can help you with safety planning immediately if you are experiencing that level of abuse and also there are moments when we're in conflict with others that are not abusive and i believe that we are incredibly and i speak for myself as well incredibly undereducated and under-resourced in knowing how to communicate effectively in conflict that doesn't promote greater polarization, that doesn't promote greater I win, you lose, shut up, right? And so with Mars retrograde in Gemini happening in a few months, but Mars entering Gemini tomorrow, I would really like us to know that that's what's on the horizon, is the opportunity to really resource and educate ourselves on All right, let me understand my conflict template. Okay, so let me think about my early childhood, of course. How did my caregivers model conflict? Oh, they didn't. They just went into a cold war. And wouldn't you know, as an adult, that's exactly what I do. Or perhaps they were fighters, right? And so when I get agitated, I'm coming for their neck. How's that working out for me so far? Not well, (laughs) right? And so just really examine your conflict template from early childhood, because like it or not, Your family is the first classroom. Your home is the first classroom for relating, especially conflict management, and your teachers are your parents or your caregivers. So perhaps you learned some lessons that really aren't serving you, or maybe you have been applying ones that were and are. Great job. Keep up the good work. And actually, one of my favorite resources for conflict. It's a podcast series called Reimagining Love by Dr. Alexandra Solomon. And she has a two-part episode. She's a couples therapist and a professor at Northwestern University. She has a two-part episode 
that explores around nine skills for conflict management. And it is unbelievable. I think it's probably one of the best summaries of communication and conflict I've ever heard. So that's Dr. Alexandra Solomon in her podcast, Reimagining Love. And you can look her up there. She's fantastic. And perhaps you just might want to know, there are resources and steps and behaviors that I need to take that help me communicate effectively in conflict. Okay. And also too, folks, let's normalize conflict. It's completely normal. There's power in discord. There really is. And sometimes it's a thinly disguised wish for closeness. So then how do we language what it is that we're feeling and seeing in those moments so that we don't grow further from the people we love, but we can actually find closeness to them. So we'll be talking a lot more about this, but I just wanted to give you that heads up. I do not want you to worry. I want you to know that every single transit is invested in you becoming your highest level of being, every single one. And how true is it that we learn when we realize what our contrictions are and where we have opportunities for growth. So that's just what this is right? So again, we'll talk more about this because as Mars and Gemini, you know, we're going to talk and I appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful weekend and I will see you on Monday. Bye everybody. So I'm Colin and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great Monday, everyone. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.